you just entered the baddest biker bar in the investment world. Welcome to the Danger Zone. Yes, we're in the Danger Zone. It's the place we go with the experts from New Constructs, where they evaluate securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous. But typically the ones we're going to focus on here, they're the ones headed for trouble. And how do they gauge trouble? Well, it's discounted cash flow analysis meets forensic accounting. They dig in at the footnotes level and work their way up. And frequently they find that what looks good on the surface level is not good when you go deeper than the skin level. If it's misleading and works against you, that's going to be dangerous. And here to discuss it, David Trainer. He's president at New Constructs. Remember, if you want more information on what they do and you want to see the most attractive and most dangerous stocks list, you can go to newconstructs.com. David Trainer, welcome back to Money Life. It is great to be back, Chuck. Thank you. Who's in the danger zone this week? Wayfair. Danger, danger. Wayfair, ticker symbol W. And what's going on with Wayfair that has it headed for trouble? <laughs> so, Chuck, I think I've mentioned the zombie stock list to you before. We're moving fast to put more companies on the zombie stock list, more on our focus list. Short, we think that the liquidity pinch that's going to be the, 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 the catalyst that you've been asking me for for years around a lot of these danger zone stocks, we think it's coming. And it's sort of picking people off, picking stocks off one by one here. And so we want to get aggressive on some of the stocks that have been in the danger zone to reiterate, but then also to move them to the zombie stock list, which means we think they can go to zero. With Wayfair, we're just seeing another stock that, that's got only 11 months of runway or cash on the books to sustain its cash burn without any real prospects of really being able to turn around the business. On top of that, the valuation is still way too high. I mean, it's 37 bucks a share. And even you know for $2 a share, I think it's hard to justify what the company's got to do to justify a price that low. Explain that. Why is $2 a share not a good value on a $37 stock? Well, first of all, 37 bucks a share implies that the, that the company's revenues will be two times higher than the combined revenue of eBay, Williams, Sonoma, and Overstock. So that's how overpriced it is, even with a positive profit margin, which it doesn't have right now. So for the $2 scenario, even if we assume that the company can achieve the same margins as Amazon's North American non-AWS operating margin or its North American sort of retail business, online retail business, and grow revenue at consensus, and then grow for the next couple of years, and then grow revenue at 9% a year through 2030. 9% is pretty high for a retail business, right? So if they get the same margins of, as, as Amazon and, and then grow at 9% post-consensus, right? That's a $2 a share stock price when you run that through a discounted cash flow model. But I should point out, if I understand new constructs analysis correctly, that's not what makes it a zombie stock. What makes it a zombie stock is you've got that plus the fact that they are on borrowed time when it comes to their cash burn. Yeah, I mean, I think this, the risk of going to zero is, is, is real here because, you know, let's, let's just take, for example, another zombie stock that's down 30% on Friday, right? Because they announced that they had to raise more money or sell more equity in order to, to fund the cash burn. I think we're going to start to see more and more of that with these zombie stocks as they start to run out of cash. They're going to go hat in hand of the market. The market's going to say, forget you. 
wait, I'm going to give you money that you're just going to turn around and burn. You're going to have to come back and ask for more later. That's not going to work. And so, you know, the, the big assumption in this $2 a share is that the, the business suddenly stops burning cash. It actually gets profitable, right? And that may not ever happen. We think it's unlikely to happen. We saw expenses here in the latest quarter go from, well, the first nine months of 2022, expenses as a percent of revenue was at 112%. Last year for the same period, they were at 99%, right? So things are kind of getting worse, not better. Uh, and as revenues are declining, the business is just, it's in trouble. It's not going to scale. It has less ability to scale. You hear what I'm saying, man. It's like, it's, it's not a good situation. Oh, most assuredly not. Now, the fact is that as much as you talk about you, there are events that you think are the catalyst, the real catalyst here, at least from the giving it the status of zombie stock, is rising interest rates. If borrowing costs go up, you either can't afford to borrow or you're living on your cash. And that at some point is where you run out of money. Exactly. Right. I mean, I think a lot of these zombie stocks and danger zone stocks were brought into this world, IPO'd in an environment where losing money was okay. That sounds crazy now, but it was true. Losing money was okay, Chuck. I mean, look, you know, when we put away from the danger zone, I think it probably went up a whole bunch before it came back down. People were okay with losing money because they could just borrow more at a super cheap rate and just keep, you know, fueling the fire on the hope that, hey, someday it's going to become profitable. Well, that tolerance is gone. Now, all of a sudden, when people aren't okay with losing money, how do you convince them to give you money? I mean, Chuck, would you want to give me money? I said, hey, Chuck, let's put some money into new constructs. We're burning a lot of cash. I don't know if we're ever going to make any money, but you just give me some more money. How about that? <laughs> Makes no sense. You know, there's a phrase or a description that is used at times, and we don't normally talk about it because it's kind of what you look to debunk. But people will talk about how a certain stock or a certain company is priced to perfection, right? That everything kind of works out and it's in all the sweet spots and everything else. I guess I wonder whether or not some of these zombie stocks, it's not that they were priced to perfection, but their timing, like, hey, when they were out and they were in this low rate environment and it was lower for longer, it meant that you could follow what amounts to unsustainable business practices basically indefinitely because you had this environment that you know, it was almost perpetual motion. But now you add one little drag and perpetual motion means when are we stopping? And that seems to be the case, right? Exactly. Exactly right. Is there any stupid money risk here? Somebody going to buy Wayfair or because, you know, there's just another retailer when you break it down, right? Yeah. Well, you know, stupid money risk definitely is a lot lower in a world where people can't borrow as cheaply. So, you know, there's just not as much cash around. And the other thing is that people are losing money these days, right? Like, I mean, the FTX blow up, that's a lot of liquidity drained out of the system, especially for people willing to take a lot of risk. And the people willing to take a lot of risk are the ones that are most likely to make the stupid money move. So we see stupid money risk generally much lower these days for those obvious reasons. But then, yeah, Wayfair, who wants to buy them? I don't really think they add a lot of value. I mean, they're selling furniture online. I think a lot of other firms can do that. So there's nothing that Wayfair really brings to the table that would make someone want to buy them, in my opinion. We don't spend too much time talking about, do you want to short a stock? And I know that, that you are very careful in talking about shorts. $37 stock, 
you have a $2 justifiable price, it seems like even if there is stupid money risk, it's going to be stupid money risk at 4 bucks a share rather than 34 bucks a share. So is this a stock that you'd consider shorting? Again, you got to be careful. I mean, look, I think we saw Wayfair, you know, Thursday, Friday last week, high single digits or double digits for a couple of days in a row there on this inflation blip. <laughs> Shorting is tough. I would definitely make sure I sell it, though. Sell it into this strength. So there you have it. Maybe not shorting it, definitely looking to get out of it because Wayfair, ticker symbol W, well, it's been in the danger zone, but now it's the walking dead in the danger zone. It is a zombie stock. David Trainer, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for joining me. Great to be with you. Thank you. David Trainer is the founder and president at New Constructs. He's on Twitter at TheRealDTrain37. New Constructs is at New Constructs and they're online at newconstructs.com. And we are heading for home on the Monday, November 14th edition of Money Life. Up next, Amber Fairbanks, portfolio manager from Morova, will be here talking stocks when we come back in just a moment. 